chill. We're back at it. It's Tuesday. How you doing? How y'all doing? Y'all good over there? Everything all right? Y'all treating each other all right? I hope you are. You know, your mental wellness matters. Sorry if I sound a little bit out of sorts. This up-down weather, not that anybody cares about climate change, has been really fucking with my asthma. So, no, I don't have COVID. No, I don't. Don't start that. Don't, don't cut it out. Um, it's just a cough. And I'm doing what I can to take care of me. And there's a lot going on. CJ here, and this is the sound of black and brown. So how do you all feel tonight? You know, we escaped a potential government shutdown. Do you all even know what that means? Like, what do you think would have happened if it actually happened? Do you realize how many people just like that within a matter of hours would just have nothing? You know, would just have to figure it out. Would just have to see what they could do with what they have. Like, literally, that's what was about to happen. That's really big. And that's why we've been talking about voting and the importance of voting, especially in black and brown communities. Because, you know, it's really important that we have, we have a say, right? And as we mentioned previously, there's a lot that goes into your ballot. A couple nights ago, our friends from Civic Citizen was on and we had a really great discussion. Um, please do go check out that website, civiccitizens.org. There's a lot to learn there. There's a lot to know. There's a lot to relearn. And that's what this is, right? Because I think personally, um, we got comfortable. We got comfortable. We got really, really comfortable. You see, the fact that this country, um, big bad America is okay with spending millions of dollars not just on war, but you supporting people in Ukraine and you're coming on my TV and you're telling me how you're doing it because, well, you know, um, you know, they're suffering over there and this happened and that happened. So what the fuck about the people over here? So we not suffering over here? We don't have people right here right now who are suffering, who want, you know, relief. And we spoke about that too. So just in case you missed it, these episodes are on our site. Please check it out. Please continue to support us. You know, we really, truly appreciate the support and the feedback. And as I've said before, you know, this is not scripted. This is just as, you know, black and brown people coming together, having real conversations. It's a safe space. And I just want to, in that um, aspect, just clarify why we have mostly black and brown people on. Because by and large, you know, we are underrepresented, heavily, heavily, heavily underrepresented, right, um, as is. So we need to have spaces where we could be ourselves, where we could speak, where we could be free of judgment. So I hope that's appreciated. And while it might be offensive to some, because believe it or not, it is that on this podcast, you know, the white people don't get to come and whitewash it. Yes, I have quite a few colleagues who are white, allies, comrades included, but that doesn't mean that I want to do a show that features mostly them. And unfortunately, that's what happens, you know. So tonight, I'm hopeful that we have 
a robust discussion. I'm just waiting on a couple folks to sign on. But in the meantime, I'll be talking to you. And it's my pleasure to do so. So how do you feel? I mean, we almost had a whole shutdown of You know, the term minority doesn't piss you off. I know it pisses me off. I know I get aggravated when I look on the news and when it comes to um, anything relative to matters like voting and changing laws, you know, you don't see us being represented in a great way. If anything, especially as of late, right, you know, it seems like we're being criminalized even more and more, you know? So we have to do something, right? We have to get active. We have to have the reputation. We have to have the people who look like us in office. We have to have the professionals who look like us in those jobs. Cannot have a shit ton of nonprofits about us, but we're not in the leadership. That's fucking ridiculous. You know? That is fucking ridiculous. That's that's insane. And that's happening right here, right now. And don't tell me that we are the minority. Because if you really, really look at it, right? If we're talking anybody who's not white, that opens the floodgates, doesn't it? But where's the representation of that? Where's the representation, you know, of the people who look like us, who sound like us, who come from our communities, who come from our neighborhoods, who understand we're going through? Where's that? Where is that? We're still looking. We're still looking, right? We need to realize and get mad. We're comfortable. Uh, you know, I'm kind of multitasking here. I'm trying to help someone come on the pod. So if you hear me kind of breaking every now and again, <clears throat> um, it's because I'm trying to respond to their questions and I'm, I'm trying to keep track here, right? The thing about it is we have gotten comfortable. In this society, in America, we got lazy with our democracy. And when I say we, I'm referring to the black and brown people. We got content with these white people who say they're our friends and allies. You know what I mean? You should be able to join. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand what else. I don't know what else to tell you all. Why is it that this is so hard, right? Why is it, is it so hard for people to, to understand, you know, why is it, I don't get it. Why are we so lax with the representation? Why, why can't we see that we need to be in these spaces? Why are we knowing? Like, did y'all see that um, situation there. See, my brain kind of all scattered right now because, like I said, I'm making a bad attempt at multitasking, but I'm mad. Like, how do you not get mad? How do you not get angry when, you know, when you see images of us getting beat up, brutalized, but then also most of the stories about us 
we're criminalized. It's as if, you know, we could never do better, but let the white man go in jail. Let the white man or the white woman serve time and they come out and they change their life, right? They change everything. They they made this difference. You'll get a whole fucking lifetime movie special about that shit, right? Whereas when our people do it, we're still fighting. We always have to continually defend our existence, right? And in that fight, we seem to not realize how important it is to not just fight for your existence, but to fight for your representation. Your representation matters a lot. And let me tell you something. Just recently, according to the American Insider today, the name of the the whatever the journal is the American Insider, and they publish an article today. And in the article, it says that your uncle, President Joe Biden, said America will soon be a minority white European country, but encourages fellow Democrats to be respectful. What the fuck does that actually mean? How do you tell me to um to be respectful how are you going to tell me that oh yeah by the way um america will soon be a minority white country european country but um oh yeah fellow dems don't forget to be disrespect uh, sorry don't forget to be respectful almost said that fucked up manny i'm mad i'm so mad my words starting to jumble all over the damn place you came on right on time i was just sharing that everybody's favorite uncle president joe biden said that America will soon be a minority white European country, but encourage his fellow Democrats to be respectful. That was published in the American Insider. Manny, I'ma just I'ma just shut up now and let you just, you know, I, I need to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even speak English. I'm not speak. I don't know making sense. Like you get so mad, you, you know. But you you go because I. <laughs> uh, so, the, <laughs> you you crack me up. You really do. Um, yeah, I I. So okay, here's here's my take on that. Right. Um. Because, you know, what, what it makes me uh, think about, right? Um, sorry, I just got off a meeting. And, like, no, no, listen, it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. I was making a very bad attempt to multitask just now because I'm mad. And um, someone else is also going to be joining us. I'm trying to help them, you know, navigate their way on. And then I'm reading this fucking thing from Uncle your uncle here, President Joe Biden, I'm like, what the, f what, 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 <laughs> what? And this is after being at the gym, right? So now I'm gonna really make you laugh while you, you, you're sorting out your um thing there. So I'm at the gym, I'm on the rowing machine, right? I'm rowing away, row, row, row your boat. And then I made the bad mistake of looking up. Why? Because on Fox News, your other uncle, Donald Trump, talking about yeah. he's the victim. He's the victim, Manny. And that, you know, this, this is all a scam. All of this, all these charges and everything. <laughs> oh Where do you want to start? Start with your, start with your uncle, President Joe Biden. How do you feel about that? <laughs> this man really said, yeah, okay, um, we're about to be a minority white European country. But um, fellow Democrats, be respectful. 
<laughs> so, okay. Um, right. So, so I, I, I did see, um, you know, uh, him make that comment, right? Uh, encouraging his fellow Democrats to be respectful. Um, as they're saying, you know, that we're going to be shortly, uh, you know, a minority white European country. Um, and then, like, proceeding to say, you know, that his Democrat colleagues uh, don't speak enough to make it clear that it's not going to change the way they operate, right? Um, so, <sighs> I feel like, okay, here's, here's the thing, here's the thing, right? I feel as though a lot of these, you know, people who are in front of the camera, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whatever, whatever you are, and in any position you are, right? Um, when you get in front of the camera, <laughs> you're like, hey, this sounds like a good statement in my head. Let me, let me just say it. Let me, let me just go ahead and, and say whatever's on the top of my mind. And even you don't realize, like, what in the world did you just say? Because, you know, and, and this is something, I mean, I can personally speak to, right? Uh, so, you know, these reporters, oh, jeez, reporters. <laughs> Sometimes they ask you a question. And, you know, to not have the <laughs> awkward silence, you just say the first thing that comes to your head. And I've had my fair share of moments where, like, first thing came to my head, I'm like, that, that was not... Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, Cousin Manny. We're all family <laughs> here. Cousin Manny. No, you're not sitting there talking about... No, Manny, hold up. Listen, we love you, Manny. And, you know... <laughs> we... We... <laughs> I can't even say this is the Listen, I get it if that happens to you, but this is your uncle Joe Biden, right? And the difference between you and him would be that theoretically speaking, he does not write most of his public speeches, okay? If anything, someone does it for him. So if the media comes to him, he's heavily prepared, even when trust and believe this is the president of the United States, he's coached throughout the whole damn thing. So carry on. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. You know, what I'm trying to, you know, in my very uh, um, uh, genuine philosophy of trying to be nice <laughs> in life, you know, to any and everyone, <laughs> I'm trying to approach this with like, okay, maybe, just maybe, he was trying to <laughs> make a point that you know uh, contrary to the rhetoric that a lot of these um, not a lot that pretty much all of these conservative white uh, citizens of this country say they're like oh you know the Caucasian population is a superior one we're the majority we're taking over we're going to take back the country all those things that they say right when I mean look at you literally the the u.s um census right and you look at the 
the demographics and the population. And even though the black and brown, Hispanic, Asian, all that, you know, uh, population is always called the minority, right? We're always termed the minority, the minority Hello. population, the minority. It's no, not in like any way Hello. are we actually, <laughs> you know, are we the minority? Like once upon a time, sure, you know, Hello. but in 2023, no, we're not the, the minority anymore, you know? And so, I, th I would want to say that this is an attempt to, you know, combat that rhetoric of those really white, uh, sorry, right, not white, right, <laughs> winged. Listen, uh, listen, you're going hard to defend the buffoonery, you know, but we like you, Manny. <laughs> we like you. <laughs> listen, I hear what you're saying. I get it. All right, all right, the white media, blah, 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 blah. Right, because at the same token, they're also like protecting their boy, your other uncle there, Donald Trump, right? Because yeah. remember, it's a scam. I see Ramon is with us. He was just trying to sound test. Ramon, we hear you. I just didn't want any background noise um, just now. So let me tell you a little bit about Ramon. So we have our friend Ramon Garcia. He's a lifelong resident who works for CONCAN, all right? The Coalition for Achievement Now which is an education advocacy group which, who focuses on improving education for all students in Connecticut, particularly those from black and brown communities. So Ramon, and correct me if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, you know, we're so very glad to have you. Tonight we're talking about the politics in the politics and Ramon himself has some stuff he's gonna share with us, Manny. We're gonna get there. Before we get there though, Ramon, we want to hear your feedback on something your uncle, the president, Joe Biden, said. President Joe Biden said America will soon be a minority white European country, but encourage his fellow Democrats to be respectful. How do you feel about that, Ramon? Is he still there? I don't see him unmuted. Hello, Mr. Garcia, are you still with us? I don't know. I guess we keep going, Manny, till he reconnects. So he um, is going to come on, hopefully, while we get his connection sorted out. Let me just give you a backdrop of what he's going to talk to us about. There's some stuff that's happening out there in New Britain. Okay, just bear with me. All right. This Sunday at 2 p.m. in New Britain, there will be um, an, a call to action, it looks like. Folks will be raising their voices after years of abuse and racism in the city especially with the recent killing of a Puerto Rican mom who was hit and dragged by a new Britain police officer. Ain't that some shit? So, you know, I don't know what's going on here, Manny. How you feel about that? Tell me what you think about that while we figure out what's going on with Ramon. Wait, 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 pardon. You, you heard that right. Wait. You heard that right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to repeat it <laughs> one more time. Let me process what you just said. Hold on. Yeah. This happened where? In New Britain, Connecticut. That's why tonight, you know, folks need to get with it. You have Joe Biden telling the Democrats to be respectful, 
right? You know, you have this shit happening in New Britain, but we don't have people going to the toll booth. That's problematic. That, as I said, toll, I meant pole. We don't have people going to the pole. Yeah, you got to go to the toll booth to, to go to New York. But <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make is, see, I'm getting mad. I, my brain, my brain is tired. And this is frustrating because, Manny, I don't know if people really understand what that government shutdown meant. Oh, I, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we have that. And then you have the situation that our friend Ramon is going to come and tell us more about. So let me tell it to you again. So on Sunday in New Britain, they're going to have a call to action, right? They're asking folks to come out. He's going to try to come back on to share some more information about it, right? But the reason why they're doing it Sunday at 2 p.m., right, it's because of years of abuse and racism in the city. And most recently, the recent killing of a Puerto Rican mom who was hit and dragged by a New Britain police officer. Now, mind you, you're not seeing not one ass about that anywhere. Why is that, Manny? And this hits close to home for you. Absolutely. That That is, oh, my God, that's absolutely horrid to hear. It really, really is. Uh, and I am familiar with the, the, the dynamic uh, that is at play over there in New Britain. Um, as I've actually, in the past year, I've, you know, worked to expand my presence and work over there in New Britain because I heard about what's going on. Uh, wow. I mean, again, and this this is why You see why, I, like, I, my words are all over the place? Like, how do you... Yeah, no, for, no, real, for real. Like, how do you put all of those things together? Government shutdown. The president telling the Democrats to be respectful. The fucking um, former president talking about it's a scam. I know you're dragging people. Wait, what? Go ahead, Manny. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. So that's why I always had to reiterate to people who live here, right? Or who just live in the Northeast in general. You, you really, you sit there on your porches. You sit in your living room drinking your coffee and your tea and, you know, your Dunkin' and all that, right? And you look at the news and you see what's going on in Alabama and Illinois and Michigan and South Carolina. Like, oh, those things definitely don't happen over here, right? Like, oh, my God, police brutality and racism and blah, blah. No, the Northeast is completely rid of that. No, 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 no. By any means, no, it, it's not on any level is it gone. It, it's just not, right? And, like, look at that. New Britain, Connecticut. Right, Connecticut, that's a blue state, that's a, a quote-unquote progressive state, right? a really inclusive state. No, look. Look what's happening, right? Police brutality, I mean, it, Listen, I've seen it. Try to breathe. Nice. Try it, in and out, in and wow. out. Work with me here. Let me read this quote for you because I see Ramon is back with us. Really quick, the U.S. has the largest, most complex, most expensive and most punitive system of justice in the world. Okay, Anthony M. Platt said that. Um, that's a quote taken out of his, um, what you call it, op-ed there, Social Insecurity, the Transformation of American Criminal Justice. Now, here's the thing. 
right? No reason why we're here, we're having a conversation. How many years do we have to fight this fight? Now, I just did an intro of our friend Ramon. I'll do it again so we could see if we could get him on. And guess what? If we can't figure it out tonight, we're going to bring him back. We want him Hello. back anyway, right? Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, it was something. We could hear you. All right, here we go. So we were talking about a quote from Joe Biden. And while we were getting you sorted out with your audio, we jumped over to the situation happening in New Britain. You want a little bit about that? Because Manny's blood pressure is super high. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, um, you know, and that's something I really wanted to um, touch base on today. Um, you know, the girl, um, Catherine, um, I know her family. Um, she's actually from my neighborhood. And, you know, the mayor, um, you know, didn't even put out any public statement, you know, like to say, you know, um, state police are involved, but condolences to the family. Um, you know, and, um, you know, it's just another example of how she um, regards uh, the black and brown community in Britain. Could you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We're just listening in. So, okay, in regards to the situation with the, the woman who was dragged, can you tell us a little bit more about what happened with that? Like, I, I didn't know about that until me. Yeah, yeah, really interesting. There's a lot going on <clears throat> pretty much in Britain um, as far as like um, corruption and racism. It has a history. I was born out there. It has a history of that in the city. Um, you know, it's like they have a corridor, like a, seems to be like a white supremacist biker corridor, um, law enforcement corridor, which stretches from like North Haven, Wallingford, Meriden, um, New Britain, Plainville, Bristol, Cheshire, Waterbury, Watertown, all the way into the Litchfield uh, Hills. You know, virtually um, every town I just named is, um, you know, Republican. Um, the mayor's father was also mayor, and he stepped down some years ago because he made racial comments about uh black and uh you know brown people um and yeah and this is just another example of you know their total disregard you know for the black and brown community in new britain um she vetoed the taking down of the columbus statue a couple years ago when the whole city her whole republican party voted to have it taken down um, I was in the Hartford Current, you know, I was able to get on, you know, and give, uh, you know, public, you know, testimony regarding it. And everyone voted in favor to remove it. And she refused. And, um, you know, her father's basically still the mayor. He's like pretty much like a grand wizard of the KKK. Um, you know, they've killed people out there in the past, black and brown people. Um, it's it's really atrocious. Um one of my family members is act was is actual is actually a councilwoman, um, and she was part of Aaron Stewart's uh, Republican uh, Party, and me and her even got into it in the past over issues, you know, regarding Aaron Stewart in the city of New Britain, and her first term, they actually booted her off the Republican Party 
and now she's running independent because she gave ten dollars to um a Hispanic uh councilman uh candidate, amongst many other things. Let me They're tell you something. Wait, hold up, hold up, pause right yes. there, brother. Let me tell you all something. There's some shit happening in New Britain. The fact that these people are sitting there, like, I don't know if any of y'all, we're talking specifically about New Britain, Connecticut, for those of you tuning in. And for the white people who just felt offended, guess the fuck what? We're offended by racism. And there's a lot of that happening over there. There's a lot of police brutality that you don't hear about. You're hearing the man talking about it. Now, I want to hand the mic over to Manny real quick as a younger soul out here. How do you feel hearing all no, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that I became aware of, um, you know, earlier in the year, like I said, um, and why, you know, I decided I wanted to branch out over there and, you know, try to begin my work over there as I've done in other cities. Um, because, well, if anyone who really knows me knows, um, yeah, that stuff doesn't sit right with me. And, um, well, I like getting on people's nerves to put those two things together and, you know, sum up the eight years that I've been doing things, right? Because, no, you know, as I made, uh, made a point time and time again, uh, what I absolutely cannot stand is uh, elected people, right, who do not... One, stand up for the things that should be stood up for. And two, deliver on the uh, obligations, really, because you're obligated to. <laughs> the obligations that you are put in that position uh, to fulfill by your constituents, right? And for your constituents. So when I hear that the mayor of New Britain hasn't even issued a public statement, talking about the situation that happened. I mean, that that itself is absolutely horrid. Why Why would you not do that? Listen, but look, look, what did we start off saying? Did we not say your uncle, President Biden, went on the people and the media talking about, oh, yeah, we're about to be, you know, mostly minority white, but, uh, yeah, Democrats, Please be respectful. Manny, we've spoken about the rise of conservatism. Let me really get both of y'all going now. Let's let's just start this shit. Okay, so um, <laughs> here's a complaint I don't give a fuck about. Um, apparently, the conservatives are complaining that they cannot speak freely on college campuses. I don't give a fuck about y'all speaking freely on a college campus because it's people like you who encourage what we're seeing in New Britain. That is some bullshit. Right. And notice, look at where New Britain is, New Britain, Connecticut is. Why isn't this getting more media attention? OK, how is it that people are not mad about that? Ramon, I'm turning to you now. Tell us what it's like for the black and brown people in New Britain. Like, are they reacting? What's um, yeah. So um, in the last um, after since the George Floyd thing, um, it's, you know, it's been, you know, turning up a little bit with organizations, you know, like a New Britain Racial Justice Coalition, um, you know, and other organizations and people. Um, they're starting to be more woke, more woke, especially what she did um, when she vetoed the Columbus statue. 
I mean, I was born and raised out there. Um, it's majority black and brown, um, but there is a you know large population of, of Polish people which she hides behind. And a lot of them don't realize, you know, what's going on, you know, that she's actually doing this. Some of them do. Um, but yeah, she has, um, they, they have a history of just racism and corruption in the city. The city's never had a mayor of color. Um, they've, you know, wrongly convicted people such as myself. They've, you know, convicted um, many individuals unjustly. They over-sentenced. Um, they've killed individuals. I mean, they've brutalized people. I mean, the New Britain goes back in the news. I mean, for years, uh, you know, she completely disregards them. Um, but we're actually planning um, to uh, do um, a rally um, uh, with individuals um, from the Hartford um, area. I've been reaching out to quite a few people. We're trying to, trying to get people from New Haven, Bridgeport, Waterbury. Um, flowers are being made, you know, to come down and, you know, to not only stress, you know, what happened. Yeah, you, know, you got to call in uh, the troops. Now, let me ask you a question. You messaged me about yeah. an event happening on Sunday. Can you share with us a little bit more about that, where it is and what's it for? Yeah, so it's in regards to the um, Puerto Rican girl, Catherine Ortiz, that was run over by a New Britain police officer, a white officer, which is now still on paid leave. And um, um, lo and behold, this is not too many people know this, but um, there's a, a New Britain resident that had a ring camera and shows them racing, the police officers racing in their police cruisers up and down that same street, going 100 miles an hour, 20 minutes earlier before they killed her. I'm gonna just hand the mic to Manny while I breathe. Manny, just just go ahead, Manny. I I, I know you have something. You know, I think I'm gonna I I, <laughs> I can't speak because I can feel my heart like going to absolutely burst out of my ribcage. Well, yeah, hell yeah, because Ramon, just so you know, our friend Manny here. He is from where, Manny? Tell him. You're from Puerto <laughs> Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Awesome, awesome. It's like I can't my words because <sighs> again, there's one thing that irates me, just completely <laughs> infuriates me, is the abuse of power. And again, this this is corroborating much of again what I've heard about New Britain, and it it really it really does just it makes my head hurt. It makes my head hurt because why why do these individuals who are either in law enforcement, either in elected positions? feel as though because of the power they have, they do not have to adhere to the same constraints and restrictions that we as citizens need to adhere to. It absolutely astonishes me. 
like to hear that police officers are racing. <laughs> I mean, I could like, just imagine you're sitting there because I could picture that shit. Because I'll tell you what, I live close to the old police academy over here by Sherman Avenue. All right, and when that um that shithole, I mean the police academy was over there, right? You could hear them drag racing. Okay, but then you pulling me over. As a younger legislator, Manny, how you feel about hearing all of this shit for real? Like, what do you feel should be happening in New Britain? And add to that, what do you want to say to the young people in New Britain who may... Oh, I, listen, if I was a legislator in New Britain, if I was the mayor, let's, let's just put it like that. If I was the mayor, we'll be, we'll be very specific with this, right? Um... The absolute crackdown that I would be conducting would, listen, I mean, someone would have to get rid of me. They, they, they'd want to get rid of me. They'd want to try everything in their power to get rid of me. Because not only am I going to be like absolutely, I mean, day and night, I would literally be breaking night. <laughs> Trying to come up with any policy, piece of legislation. I, I mean, I'd be making a million one phone calls, I'd be showing up at, like, council people's houses, right? And in an effort to, this is not going to happen. I don't care who doesn't like it, right? And, of course, the people aren't going to like it are the people doing it, right? But that doesn't concern me because look at the precedent you're setting. How are we supposed to expect our citizens, right, to you know, be deterred away from drag racing and committing violence and, you know, doing all these things when the very people who are supposed to be enforcing the opposite are doing those very same things. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not right. It's not acceptable. So, yeah, no, I, I would absolutely be introducing anything I could and cracking down on everyone. I'd probably spend my entire term doing it, and I'd be absolutely fine doing that. Because you cannot, you cannot sit there as elected officials, as you know, law enforcement people, and say, oh, well, violence is at an all-time high, or you know, there's some way drag racing gone, the youth are doing this, blah, blah, blah. You start doing all these complaints. Well, I wonder who they're, they're modeling after, right? So... My message to, you know, the teens over there in New Britain and any other place that this might be happening, right? Because let's be honest, it's in just New Britain, so many other cities as well, is I know, I know, this I know for a fact, to ask teens, do you guys absolutely uh, have the understanding of a lot more than people give you credit for. You understand a lot of the problems that are happening in the world. You understand, you know, what's right, what's wrong, what's the behavior you shouldn't be modeling after. You you have the fundamental understanding. Not a lot of people give teens that much credit, but you do, you have it. Um, yes, it's much harder for you to uh, want to combat that because if it's all you're surrounded with, it's surrounded by, right? 
it is hard, right? It's discouraging because if the adults are doing it, right? If the people in positions are doing it, then why can't you? I understand that completely. I really do. But, 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 but. One thing I want every teenager to understand is that we are the ones that are going to be the eventual adults that are going to be in these positions, that are going to, you know, inherit these cities. And so, yeah, this is happening now. They're, these adults are doing these things now. But it's like in the blink of an eye, right? They'll realize, will realize that they'll be out of those roles. They're gone. That's, that's it. They, they won't be doing it anymore, right? And so we have the capacity to change that because we don't have to do that. We don't, we don't have to continue that cycle. So just understand, you know, that yes, it's hard. Yes, it's discouraging if that's all you're surrounded by. But if you make the conscious decision and choose not to replicate that, you can literally be the one it stops with. So just always keep keep that in mind. Let me tell you something. This is why we bring him up here. I'm telling you, you have to hear it from the Gen Zs, the young ones. We're not going to last forever, y'all. And your white sensitive people who run around with your white saviorism fragility. Let me tell you something about Aaron Stewart. That chick got into that office at 26. This is why there should be term limits. This is why it's not a good idea to have somebody in a particular position too long, right? She comes from privilege. She knows privilege. Why the fuck would she care about a Puerto Rican woman who got dragged? She won't. She's in her community. Someone said to me recently something that's very true. One thing about the Republicans, not that we're fans, but they stick together, right? They stick together. They will stick together. Case in point, Donald Trump. This man going on for how long and he's still not in jail. Ramon just had to sneeze hard and you'll put his ass in jail. What the fuck, right? Ramon, back to you now while I get my blood pressure back up. <laughs> so on Sunday, you want folks to come together. Tell us more about the event. And what you yeah, so... um. I've been actually, he, um, I've been working uh, with uh, Trey Brown. Um, you know, he's, um, you know, he pretty much, you know, helped to start the Racial Justice Coalition. Um, I've been in contact, you know, with people from Hartford. Um, but yes, on Sunday at 2 p.m., we're hoping to, you know, shed light and bring awareness, you know, to people of this state you know, to what's going on in Britain as far as the corruption, the racism, and the abuse that's been going on for years and was dangerous. This lady actually ran for governor. Good Lord. I was just about to say that. Now, question for you. Where are you all going to be convening or that hasn't been decided yet? And how could folks get in touch with you or whoever to find out what's going on? Yes. So, um, People can get in contact with me or Trey Brown. Um, I'm not sure how to share the information, but, you know, 
My number is 860-834-7577. And uh, Trey's Brown, Trey Brown, his number is 860-826-9943. Um, and, you know, we're organizing this, and it's going to be held. Uh, it's called um, Central Park in New Britain, Connecticut. And it's right across the street from City Hall. Um, yeah, and that park is has a history of just homeless people, you know, poor people just laying on benches there. Um, we've done events there in the past. Um, you know, community members from New Britain who are conscious and Britain Race, Racial Justice Coalition and others. Um, also, um, you know, so yeah, we're going to be convening at Central Park in New Britain, Connecticut, on Sunday at two p at two p.m., and it's right across from City Hall in New Britain, Connecticut. Um, we're organizing flyers, um, you know, for you know Catherine Ortiz, you know, who was killed by recently uh, by the New Britain police, um, and what have you. And we're hoping to achieve to bring light to the situation, which will ultimately, you know, move the people to action to actually bring about real change and that's what we want so i want i don't want enough. to i don't want to take away from something really big that you mentioned right we heard you we heard something that you mentioned there as you talk now you are formally incarcerated and you're doing this work can you tell us why this matters so much to you and particularly why the change needs to happen why does that matter so much to you in particular yeah, the, the, it's important. It, it, it hits home. I mean, I was born and raised out here. And, you know, I was formerly incarcerated. You know, I was out there, you know, um, you know, 12 years old, you know, in the streets and gangs, you know, selling drugs. I came in the midst in the 80s. And, the, you know, I was raised in the, you know, early, you know, mid 80s in the midst of the crack and mass incarceration in the gang era. And, um, you know, and if people, just people, were in positions of authority, you know, you know, especially in Britain, maybe I would have not had to, you know, experience, you know, many of the, you know, issues that I had to as a youth, which led me down the wrong path, you know, and what have you. Um, and, you know, it, it hits home. I was wrongfully convicted, you know, over a racist white cop. You know, I went to trial and, you know, it's it's atrocious. And, you know, um, I mean, um, you know, I've been talking to a few people behind the scenes and I hope it's true. But from what I understand, um, New Britain is being is under currently under investigation uh, the mayor, a, a, a white judge, and the New Britain police for corruption and what have you. And um, some of this stems from them setting up um, a black army veteran who, you know, was, you know, used as a scapegoat, um, you know, for some shady stuff with the mayor. And he ended up losing his daughter, and he's a black army veteran. Get and the fuck out of here. Yeah. Get the yeah, fuck. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
They put him, this guy, in a store. The mayor was alone. They run it, and her father, they run it. The city, like, like you know, the city uh, council members, the mayor, like a mafia, like a mob. And they were allowing some local uh, drug dealers to sell drugs out of a store across the street from City Hall in order to uh, be the mayor and her father's goons. Anyone that spoke bad about her and their administration, they would use these, you know, so-called goons, you know, to intimidate people. And they were allowing this individual to sell drugs, fentanyl, out of this store across the street from City Hall. And when things started getting hot, I'm sorry about that. As of recently, they used the mayor, the police. It's very, really shady. They told them, put someone to work in a store so we can raid the store so it looks like that, you know, we're on top of things. And they used this black army veteran who didn't know anything about anything. They put him in the store to work. And weeks later, the store got raided. This black army veteran had no idea what was going on. He got arrested. He lost his daughter. And this is, uh, from what I understand, uh, opened up this investigation that's ongoing. And then we have this last week, you know, uh, and you she know, still is running for kills. mayor. She's running for mayor. And she's still, and she's still for running for mayor. No That's some still bullshit. Manny, I, I don't want to forget the we young boys. Listen, I'm tagging you, Manny. Jump in here. What do you think as a youth hearing this? Like, come on, this is some shit. Absolutely not. This this is you know, I swear, this this is why. A, a, a really big part of me just absolutely I, I cannot wait to become uh an elected official on a you know and climb up to the ranks right uh, from local to state to federal because hearing things like this like i mean people now call me a workaholic right because i'm non-stop busy doing things but that term will take on a whole different definition when i be you know get in a position to hold these type of people accountable like when i tell you that literally my main goal <laughs> would be nothing else than holding that person accountable i mean nothing else will matter like until that person is done, I, I won't be focusing on anything else because no, 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 I cannot, I cannot live with myself knowing that someone who is in a position of power is doing this to individuals, right? And abusing their power, abusing the position that they're in. Right. And just contributing, contributing so much to the distrust that there is in elected positions. I mean, this is why you 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 have the question, right? Like people always like, well, why don't people get involved in election? Why don't people get involved in politics? Why don't people trust, 
you know, elected officials and politicians. I wonder why. Look, it's right. It's right here in front of you. This is why. Because yes, there are Yo, so many. Listen, good listen. You hearing this shit? You're listen, Manny. You and I, three fifths. We had other people. We come. We talk about what have we bought lately a lot, and not just because we have nothing else to talk about, but because this is the fuckery right here. This abuse of power. And I love what you're saying about holding them accountable, right? So is there, in your opinion, are there ways that the younger people in New Britain could get active? What suggestions do you have to those tuning in, both young and not so young? How Absolutely. Could they Listen, I, I mean, <laughs> okay. So usually, you know, I advocate, I say, hey, you know, you do uh, the, the best that you can do, right? The, the best that you feel comfortable with. I don't ever want to advocate for you to do something you're not comfortable with, right? So whether that is calling your state officials, right? Uh, your representatives, your senators, right? People that are above their heads, okay? Because if you call anyone who's under them, well, you see, you see, right? They they end up just either sucking up or or just end up being, you know, having absolutely no power and no say whatsoever. So don't go to anyone under them. You have to go over them, right? So whether that's contacting, you know, sending an email or a letter. I mean, you can definitely have mail letters, right? Um, calling, leaving voicemails to your senator's offices, right, to your state representative's office, Um you can do that, you know, if that's the most you want to do. You don't want to take on a more public approach. That's fine. You know, uh, for the people who use social media and know how to use social media, make your videos, make your, your posts, right? Start creating those hashtags, right, to, to get this trending. Um, you know, the more, uh, the more views uh, it circulates, right, and bring awareness. Hey, did you know such and such, such a happened? Share some articles on the post, right, uh, that expose this type of things. You can do that via social media, right? But if you are like me, right, where, yeah, we do that, we, you know, that's fine, we can do those things, but you still feel like it's not enough and you want to do more, then let me be the first one to tell you, absolutely step outside your comfort zone, right? Step outside your house, right? And start to make some noise. Gather your people, gather your other teenagers. Listen, I'm a teenager. I already know that we love making noise. We love just being loud. We love just, you know, getting on people's nerves. We do it to our parents. We do it to each other. How about let, let's get on some people's nerves and actually let it be a, a beneficial thing? Absolutely. So that was the very thing, right? Making noise. If there's events happening around these things, oh, show up. Add your voice to that noise, right? Be bigger in numbers, right? Increase, contribute to to the the turnout, right? And if there are no events happening, create one. It's it's not hard. All this it is guy is right here, man. I swear guy right here and you'll wonder why you wonder why we bring him up here of course yes manny talk to these people y'all listen i want to add to that list let's go we got a shutdown hashtag shutdown aaron stewart right hashtag 
justice for New Britain. Mm-hmm. Hashtag justice for Catherine Ortiz. Let's go. You know what? something else you could add to that list, Manny? They could show up to the event on Sunday, stand up in solidarity with Ramon and everybody else and ask for you know some justice for this woman who had her life taken from her. Just like that. She did nothing wrong. Okay, 2 p.m. right there at Central Park across from New Britain um, City Hall, 2 p.m. You could show up. You could bring your own sign, but show the fuck up. Here's another thing you could do. Submit some FOIA requests. FOIA the living fuck out of these motherfuckers. Let's see what they got. If five or more people FOIA them, let's see what they do. You see, the best way to get an action with these fuckers is to ask a question. Ramon, what are some other things people could do right now to build awareness to what's happening? In- so, yeah, we, we want to start, um, you know, we definitely need help. Um, uh, you know, education is the enemy of the oppressor, you know, and they have, you know, many of the people, the youth, you know, black and brown youth, you know, just, you know, swamped with their oppression that they're so engulfed in that, that, you know, they're not woke to what's going on. And, you know, we need help, you know, um, you know, organizing, we need help, you know, uh, and bringing light, um, you know, to these issues in the city of New Britain. Uh, one thing I want to add, um, you know, um, uh, Catherine Ortiz, her niece is, I, I was just with her in New Haven uh, a couple months ago, um, outside when we were doing the uh, seven days of uh, truth with proof with with my boy Gaylord Salters, and she was there. She works for Katow, which is you know a uh, you know criminal justice reform organization here in Connecticut, New York, and her niece works for them. They killed her aunt, and yeah, there's 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 so many things going on. I mean, they they've cropped pictures. Uh, many of the funding that she takes credit for, like of the, these construction projects, which they're receiving many kickbacks for, um, it was was brought by individuals, state legislators, such as Bobby Sanchez from New Britain, who's from the project next over from me. And she would crop these individuals out of pictures when they were doing, you know, um, like groundbreaking uh, projects around the city. She was doing this to brown and black individuals. Her father was doing the same thing. He called black and brown individuals from um, the the North Oak Street, which is a predominantly black and uh, Puerto Rican, Hispanic uh, zone. Uh, her father called them inmates because they were black and Puerto Rican. They have the MRAP. She's also being investigated for mismanagement of COVID funds. It's real. Like we need help out here, bringing light, and we're hoping to do this on Sunday because enough is enough. Ramon, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to come tonight. And he's gonna be back, y'all. He don't know that yet, but he's coming back because Manny and myself, and I'm sure others, are pissed the fuck off. And this is not gonna be the last of this conversation. So I want to read here some more from um, Social Insecurity, Transformation of the American Justice, of American Justice, 1965 to 2000. This is by Anthony M. Platt. Uh, 
So entertain me if we shall. Let me get down to it. The political preoccupation with crime and justice in the 1990s had little to do with either. With the collapse of liberalism and Keynesian regulatory state, the old Florida social pact has been broken, giving rise to more coercive and exclusionary forms of social control. What posed as moral outrage about crime was in fact recognition of the weakening political authority of the state. Some 20 years of structural unemployment and subemployment in former industrial zones, ruthless cuts in public spending, declining participation in the electoral process, plus sustained policies of malign neglect of the growing racial divide ripped open the social fabric and created widespread anxieties about personal well-being and security. That was from Wallerstein, 1994. Now, let me tell you something. How come that was published in 1994? And why the fuck is it still relevant now? Why is it that this white woman, much like Donald Trump, is doing what she's doing in New Britain? This is happening in New Britain, Connecticut, y'all. See, y'all watch the white people TV, and I think y'all get so caught up in the shit, you forget that that's real life. Donald Trump sat on TV and he's running up and down crying. Ah, I'm a victim. They're shaming me. They're coming at me. Are you serious? I, I was so bored. I want to be just like you. Uh, ignorant, arrogant, privileged, racist. Fuck out of here. But you see, he gets the end. How come we don't see this young woman's story? A young Latinx mother. You're going to raise my fucking blood pressure. I don't want to hear shit. This country was built on the backs of immigrants. All right? The only fucking thing Columbus discovered was that he was lost. There's ways that you could get involved. You heard the man asking for help, y'all. Let's help them. For the white people on whitewash this shit, we didn't ask you to do that. We asked you to help. Help raise some money. Build awareness. Right? Help support the movement. Don't take it over. Okay? For the black and brown people tuning in, you heard the brother asking for help, man. This could be someone you know. All right? So let's do what we can. You can't make it to the event. That doesn't mean you can't share. Even if you're not going to be there. And if you didn't make it, but you see a video, share the video. Tell the story. Let people know what the fuck happened to you, Slaters to your lawmakers. In fact, if you don't even live in Connecticut, you can help. Reach out to your lawmakers. Say, hey, did you know what happened to that young Latinx mother, the Puerto Rican mother who got dragged and ran over by the police, New Britain police? What you think about that? Reach out to your lawmakers. Let's bring some light on this shit. And you could also do a freedom of information request. If you don't know how, our friends from Civic Citizens was on last week, civiccitizens.org. There's instructions right here on how to write a FOIA. Check it out. Ask the fucking questions, right? That's a heavy Republican area. Y'all, they overturned Roe v. Wade. We keep trying to tell y'all they're not done yet. They're not done yet, all right? Pay attention. I ain't have time for y'all to wake the fuck up. Just be woke. Just, just do something, something. All right, before we tune off for tonight, because our friend Ramon is going to be back, 
hopefully before this event so you can share more about it and be able to provide some more information about the case. Ramon, before we close out for tonight, what's your close? Did we lose him? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my, my closing thoughts is that, you know, we can turn, you know, um, you know, this, you know, this awareness into action um, and finally make a change. It's, it's a crucial time where elections, we have an opportunity to get this lady out of office. And, you know, and everything happens for a reason. You know, and, you know, you know, condolences to Catherine and her family. Um, but, you know, this, you know, it's, it's just another highlight of the oppression that's been going on for years in the city of New Britain, in the state of Connecticut, in America. Um, and, you know, and we have an opportunity, you know, this Sunday at two o'clock, you know, to make our, our, our voices heard and to actually bring about change. And, and this is what we're seeking. My brother Ramon, I can't thank you enough for coming on tonight and being so humble as to share this story. You yourself haven't gone through what you've survived. For you now to come back and provide service to someone else, I think that's amazing and I truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Manny, before we close out, you know I gotta I gotta let you touch the mic. Tell the people what you want them to know. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely want to also thank Ramon for being here. Uh, I want to send my absolute sincere condolences to uh, Catherine's family uh, for such a atrocious incident happening. Um, people, I said it time and time again. Um, there are individuals who have been elected to be in positions of power. And too often do we see them abuse those positions and abuse those powers. But what we need to remember is that they cannot be in those positions if we don't put them there. It is literally... I can't emphasize this enough. It is literally within our power to get rid of them. With a single vote, they can be gone from that position. The only reason that they stay is because they're being voted in, but if they are voted out, that's it. They're they're not they're not there anymore. Understand the power of your vote, please. Please, please, please understand it. I know that these incidents and these situations are very discouraging and very disheartening and deter you from wanting to do anything with the political realm. I understand that completely. I really do. But this cycle will continue happening. There will be so many more Catherines and Brianna Taylors and Randy Coxes. There will be so many more if we do not break the cycle. 
It is literally within our power. I need you to understand that. And in the meantime, oh, I, I'm gearing up. I listen, listen, people. I'm gearing up. I'm getting ready <laughs> to be in, in, in an elected office. I can't wait for the day because I promise you, I promise you, as I've promised for the eight years that I've been doing this, that I've already and will continue to dedicate my life to holding these people accountable, to breaking so many cycles of oppression, and doing literally everything and anything that I can to help us, not me, us, move forward. But I need your help. We need your help. We need to support each other. We need to, we need to. So know that you have the power to change and break cycles. It all starts with you. We will be here, me, CJ, Ramon, and the many other people who are like us. We will be here on the front lines. We will continue doing the good work. We will always, always, always want you to be there with us in any capacity that you can. Because only through us and with us and by us can we bring a better tomorrow. I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to do it. Let me tell you something. Every time you touch your mic, you know, awesome. every Don't time, kill. yo, listen, every friggin' time, you know, real fire shot in the air, you know, dead ass. We celebrating over here. Let me tell you all something. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you all something. I'm a black single immigrant mother. All right. Mm. Don't tell me that we cannot do this. I don't know if you all noticed this, but two men, two brown men came on the podcast tonight to talk, to talk that talk and share their lived experiences. We could fucking do this. We just have to get up, stand up and do it together. Y'all, I need y'all to pay attention to New Britain. I need you all, if you can show up on Sunday at 2 p.m. Support our friend Ramon. You heard what Manny just said. He needs the support too. This is our young voice. We can't, we cannot afford not to pay attention, man. All right. The whole place just got shut down. I wonder how many people gave a fuck about that. I wonder how many people cared about that government shutdown. I know you have a lot going on. I know you go to the grocery stores and you're stressing out. Sometimes it's easier to tune out and do dumb shit. I get it. I get it. But listen to what do you just say there, right? The only way we could change it, we have to get them the fuck out. Aaron Stewart should not have an easy time being reelected. That should not be happening, okay? Take New Britain back. Help Ramon out, right? Your uncle, President Joe Biden, talking about we might end up in a minority European country, white European country, and telling his fellow Dems to be respectful. What the fuck? We have people saying that conservatives don't get enough voice on our campus, college campuses. Who gives a fuck? They should not be. You want to change this shit? Get the fuck up and go and vote. Show up at these events. Write that for you. Share that story. Share the hashtag. Talk about it. They're not going to cover our stories the way we do. Don't forget I said that. Well, y'all, you know, I can't thank y'all enough for tuning in. I, I, you know, Ramon, 
And Manny, thank you so much for taking the time to come out. Ramon, you're going to be back. And Manny, you know, you know, you here. Definitely. So we have so much more. Yes, you're going to be back before that event, hopefully, if we could work out the schedule so you could talk more on it. Manny, as yes. always, enough respect. We love it. You know, we got to make sure this kid becomes president. I'm calling it into existence, right? And I'm not joking. We could do this. Let's help our friend Ramon. Let's help Manny achieve his goal. All right. We could do this. We just have to want yes, to do it Manny. and actually do it. Right. That's all for now. I cannot thank you all enough for your continual support and encouragement and empowerment. We truly appreciate it here. Wherever you are, whoever you're with, your self-care matters. We care about you. Thank you for tuning in. That's all for now. Fist up.